welcome back. I'm uh, Seth, and this is... Also Seth. <laughs> uh, and we're here to talk again about a theme song for a media character. And Seth, we're going to let you go ahead and start us off this time, because this was your choice of song. So so the story we're going to talk about is, is the story of... Of the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games, um, and, and the character that we're specifically discussing then is well it would be the main character Katniss Everdeen right um so yeah uh, I recently uh have um been uh reading this book for the first time and I watched all of the movies with my sister who really enjoys them um and I've been really enjoying it uh and um so when we were talking about theme songs that we wanted to do it came to my mind as uh, one that would be a good story to talk about, and I happen to have a song that I think fits it uh, really, really well. Um, and that song is? And the song is called Bird with a Broken Wing by Owl City. Um, so uh, it's maybe a slightly more niche uh, pick. Like, Owl City is a, a well-known artist, but this isn't one of his most popular songs. So, if you haven't heard it, you're welcome to, uh, to pause this and go listen to it really quick and then come back. It is a really good song. Um, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, I think it fits this character, uh, and her story, specifically in the first book in the series, really, really well, too. Well, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of neat, because the title of the song sort of fits the the whole um kind of nickname of the character for right. the story right yeah and that comes into play uh a little bit later like um her being nicknamed that comes into play a little later in the series but it absolutely does the the concept of the the bird being connected to her uh being the symbol of the mockingjay um right. But then, at the same time, it's it's not just the bird. It's a, a bird with a broken wing, because a bird with a broken wing can't fly on its own, because Katniss is limited in what she can do because of because she's a single person and because of the abuses of her society and things like that. Um, so so let's get into the song and tell us why you chose why why did you choose this song and and start going through some of the lyrics and yeah absolutely about and how the song fits with her so uh if we start right at the beginning of the song um in the uh first verse um it's uh the song is is not exactly well yeah it, it has um it is divided up uh into into verses anyway um but in the in the first verse in the song we start with it says uh so i walk alone down the darkest roads because i've always known how the story goes when the curtain falls i'll be wearing thin clawing at the walls as they're closing in uh and so i think Right here, already, we're getting a little bit of an introduction to the situation that Katniss is in at the beginning of the story as she is chosen, or uh, not chosen, but volunteers in place of her sister to be a part of the Hunger Games. 
that is this um, event that uh, the capital in her country puts on to where they bring in a bunch of, of children uh, from the different districts of their, their country and force them to fight each other to the death in order to control the districts and, uh, and keep them in line. Right, so so I walk alone down the darkest roads. Right, this is this is we, you could even take that as okay. So so I'm the one who's going to do this. Uh, I'm going to leave everything that I know and everybody that I know. I walk. I'm going to walk alone down the darkest roads because I've always known how the story goes. Right, she knows that this is this is something that's been happening for years and years. Where yeah, one one female and one male child from each of the different districts are chosen to go and compete in these games. So this is, this is a story that she's always known, right? Because I've always known how the story goes. Exactly. When the curtain falls, and I'll be wearing thin, clawing at the walls as they're closing in. And I, and I think like the image of a, of a curtain here uh, is when the curtain falls is really uh, evocative in terms of the fact that um, the, the Hunger Games is a TV program. It's it's played up as like this big, like reality event. Yeah, uh, it's a reality show. That's what that it is. That it's right. uh, it's horrifying that people watch and enjoy it, but within the story, they do. Uh, and so when the curtain falls, it's when the curtain falls um, on on the the show. That's that's bringing in yep. that element of she's being put on display as a part of this. Uh, this program. Well, not only being put on display, but she's she's fighting for her life because that's what this game, this 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 mm -hmm. um, story is about. Is that she's she's gone into this competition that is a life. It is a it is a um, a fight to the death. Yeah, and so clawing at the walls as they're closing in. That she's being put into this uh, into this situation and eventually into a literal like enclosure of like a dome that she and the other children can't escape uh that uh where they have to fight right. um and so it it feels like everything's closing in and she doesn't have a way to escape exactly um so uh moving on we get uh the next bit says in this twisted plot i was destined for i'm an astronaut on the ocean floor so misunderstood till the bloody end, how I wish I could do it all again. Um, so I, I think you can kind of get a feeling for like the, um, the, the visual connection that this has to like the violence uh, behind the Hunger Games and the situation uh, that she's in. Like, till the bloody end well, and, and, and is directly off, in there. It's Right, and she starts off in this twisted plot I was destined for. It's like, mm -hmm. obviously everybody, this, it's, it's clear this is a twisted, kind of grotesque thing. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's reminiscent, obviously, of the, of the um, uh, Roman gladiator kind of thing and the, and the, you know, fighting, you know, putting, putting Christians in to fight against lions and gladiators and stuff like that. And, and not just Christians, but Christians were one of the main groups for a while that were that were put into these um, arenas, uh, and, and so it's, it's kind of, it's this twisted plot, and, and she's mm -hmm. the one destined to be there. 
I love the, the line, I'm an astronaut on the ocean floor. I'm glad you love that line because I was having a hard time figuring out exactly how that one applies. Well, I, I think it applies because it's, she doesn't feel like she fits there. There's, there's, no, there's no belonging here. Oh, yes. She's out of place. Yeah, I mean, like, when um, she's in the... When she's in the... In the capital, capital and surrounded by all of the 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 people in their like rich decadence and this lifestyle that's so different than what she grew up with right so she feels like an astronaut on the ocean floor she's not she's not meant to be in this city she's not meant to be in this place with all of these really really wealthy people and and uh, and so she is so misunderstood by them in the same way that she feels that she is out of place among them, right? And she's and she's misunderstood till the bloody end. When when in, in and of course in the end of this one, she's going. She's going to obviously she's our protagonist, so she's going to be the winner. And the bloody end is when all of the other children have been killed, and mm -hmm. she's the last survivor. And it yeah. seems like then she becomes a celebrity. So she is misunderstood till the bloody end. Mm -hmm. When all the other children are killed, and she's the celeb, the surviving celebrity. Yeah, and um, yet despite all that, she still has uh, a lot of regrets and trauma around it uh, mm -hmm. after it's over. So, uh, how I wish I could do it all again. She wishes that she could go back and somehow do things differently, even though she probably knows that there wasn't a way. Right. realistically to change this situation to be better right so so you got this even this this first stanza the first verse of the song you, you really we really gotta go through the entire story right she starts yeah. off uh, uh, being a walking down alone in the darkest roads she knows how the story goes how her, her culture is it's recognizable mm -hmm. Uh, when the curtains fall, she'll be wearing thin. So when she gets into the, she gets into the arena and she's fighting. And then of course she's wearing thin, clawing at the walls, this dome that won't let her out as they're closing in. Mm -hmm. um, this, uh, in this twisted plot, right? We're, mm -hmm. uh, she's, she's, we're going back to this whole, I, the whole idea is this twisted plot that she was destined for. When she's in this city, she's an astronaut on the ocean floor. This is kind of, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling totally out of place. Uh, so misunderstood till the bloody end. Mm -hmm. How I wish I could do it all again. She takes us all the way through that story. Yeah. But let's go into the chorus. And yes, because in the chorus we start to get to the real meat and potatoes of like the meaning behind this story and what what it really is all about. So we get it says it feels like I'm a lone survivor, forgotten in a dark and deadly world, and on my own I walk alone. To see the sun again, I'd give anything. Uh, I'm actually just going to read through the whole the whole chorus because there's there's a lot of it that I kind of want to go through together. So then it says, "But life demands a final chapter, a story that we all must leave behind. It's do or die, and this is mine, the anthem of a bird with a broken wing." Um, so going through that feels like I'm a lone survivor. Like is almost literally true it's in order for her to win the games or to get through the games alive she has to survive alone uh and even though she does uh spoilers um just well, in case just a reminder but, there are going to be spoilers in these in these uh yeah episodes. but even though she does survive with 
the the boy from her same district that the two of them make it to the end uh, together. Um, she still really is in a lot of ways alone. Let, um, let, let me just add something to that because I think there's an interesting fact factor that that comes later on in the series again. But her family gets killed. Yeah. Later on in the series, I mean, and 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 actually, her whole district is basically kind of almost obliterated, right? A lot of the story really works hard to isolate her as much as possible right. so she's, from any kind of love or support. She feels like a lone survivor, not only in the first book where she's the lone survivor having, you know, to win the competition you have to be, mm-hmm. but also she's been taken away from her family and she learns later that her family is killed and not only her family, but any most of the people that she has known before coming into this life as a as a, a competitor so she really is a lone survivor in many ways yes and, and for so she's in a dark and deadly world i think that the that the katniss who volunteered at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. not only not only is she lost in that in that she's in a, in a in a strange world around strange people but i think that the character she's lost herself yeah she is no longer that Katniss. She's kind of become this and, uh, symbol of. And it's interesting comparatively in the in the book, uh, you get right off the, like right immediately uh, when she volunteers, uh, you're getting her in her thoughts, and she knows right away that this is going like what this is going to do to her, and. Uh, and how she has to, she thinks that she has to handle it because, like we mentioned, sh- th- this whole Hunger Games thing is something that uh, they're all of the people in their in their district and their whole country are very intimately familiar with. It's been happening for a long time, and so she knows immediately if I'm going to survive, I have to kill people and. She doesn't even spend a lot of time worrying way too much about how that affects her, like, morally. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that she's um, that she's an amoral character, but she recognizes immediately all of these people around me are trying to make things seem nice and fun and, like, this big thing, but realistically... They're all my enemies, and every single person here is someone who is going to be trying to kill me, and I am going to be trying to kill them. Right, so, so there's a lot of trauma that's associated, obviously, with this, and, and so she's on her own, she walks alone, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 just, it... and then to see the sun again, I'd give anything. Part of that um, is like... Uh, when they're trapped in the games, they're inside of a dome. So there's like a simulated sky, but they're not actually seeing anything real outside of where they are. They're fully isolated from the world outside. Uh, And it can also be symbolically meaningful of uh, her wanting to see, uh, wanting to, to have some degree of of freedom. Uh, And well, and and even just normalcy, of just being a normal, person again you know she went from being a normal person taking care of a family and kind of helping her helping her you know loved her sister you know and and had friends and and people around her that cared about her and that she cared about at this point she really 
is she really can't have that mm -hmm. anymore, and she recognizes that. Yeah. So so she's she's alone. She wants to see the sun both both literally out of the dome and figuratively in her life. And I love how it says, "But life demands a final chapter." That but suggests she's not going to see the sun. No. This is this is kind of a little bit of a depressing song, and also a little bit of a depressing story. Yeah. So she's not going to see the sun in that in that way, at least not the figurative way. This is, but life demands a final chapter, a story that we all must leave behind, mm -hmm. right? And you know, the thing that I really love about this this end part of the of the song is that it even though it sounds really depressing, it gives you the same kind of sense of, um, of kind of a dark version, in a way, of like a hope for the future that the story does, because it's life is demanding a final chapter and a story that we all must leave behind, and this is mine. And so she's saying what her story is that she leaves behind, and the answer to that is, the anthem of a bird with a broken wing. And what that makes me think of, obviously, immediately, is the way that Katniss inspires people. Because even in the first book, even, like, really early on in the story, before, uh, like, a lot of the the more uh, complex uh, war elements of the story and things like that come in later, right at the beginning, people notice something different about her and like as they're watching the show and see um who she is they're inspired to uh rebel and fight back and like she becomes the symbol of the mockingjay that this anthem that people sing of like the song that she sings and the 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 whistle that the that the mockingjay bird makes become symbols of her because she is a symbol of hope to them right well and that's and that's what it says uh, and this is mine her her final chapter is the anthem of the broken wing but it's interesting because i think a story that we all must leave behind it's do or die basically i think i think there's an, an implication there for all of the participants in these games mm -hmm. there's a final chapter they're all this is a final chapter for all of them yeah some of them are going to die, and that's their final chapter. And some of them are, and, and one of them is going to make it. Well, in this case, two of them, but that's, you know, again, that's a spoiler, but it's supposed yeah. to be one of them. But anyways, uh, the rest of them are all going to die. That's their final chapter, but for her, this is mine. My final chapter is the anthem of the broken wing, and I, and I, do, mm -hmm. I do like that, that imagery. Let's go, let's go to the second verse and talk a little bit about the second verse. Okay. Um, so we get in the second verse, it says, It's another night of the living dead, like a viper bite in a spider web. It's so deathly dark in the alleyway, and a bleeding heart makes you easy prey. So some of that kind of reminds me of, like, within the games, they have all kinds of, like, traps and genetically modified creatures and things like that to, to make it more exciting. You get a, a viper bite in a spider web, just it's not exactly the same thing but it reminds me a lot of like the wasps that they have that right. uh sting people and cause hallucinations and might even kill them they're like really really deadly poisonous um the the part of this verse that that i really like for the story is right at the end where it says a bleeding heart makes you easy prey because even though katniss does recognize the situation she's in and recognize that she 
probably will have to kill people to survive, she never is anywhere near as violent as some of the other participants. She doesn't actively seek out other people trying to kill them. She's just trying to survive. She even has a relationship, uh, like a a close friendship with one of the other, uh, with a young girl Mm -hmm. uh, named Rue. Uh, who's one of the other contestants who she's trying as hard as she possibly can to keep alive, despite the fact that she has this context that we are enemies and that one of us is going to have to die. Uh, And that bleeding heart, that that, uh, kindness that she can't help but uh, bleed through, Mm -hmm. does at multiple points make her an easy target. Uh, to some of the other people, and she barely manages to avoid getting killed. Uh, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, take a little bit of a different slant on this too. And I, I do sure. like I do like what you're talking about, but I'm gonna say also this is uh, if if you go past the first book, yeah, right. It's another night of the living dead, like a viper bite in a spider web. And I, I think of a viper bite, you know, as this poison. Yeah. Right? It's something that slowly kills you. Spiderweb is something that traps you. You can't you can't seem to get you know, you can't get out of it. Uh, it's so deathly dark in the alleyway and the bleeding heart makes you easy prey. So I think I'm I'm seeing this also as a as a when she gets out of the games, it's like she's still in a world where she's still trapped and and she, and, and she's still uh, the the prey of the whole world, mm-hmm. and then of course you get into the in, further on, and they're going to have a a super games where all the previous winners have to come and fight each other. Mm-hmm. You know, so so she's not getting out of anything. You know, she's still it's another day of the living dead. She's being forced back into these into these situations. Right, and, and but not only that, but the but the government itself when she gets out is just as corrupt. It's not like she got out and so, okay, woo, now, now life no. is good. So, and then, of course, she's she's easy prey also, not only to that, but also to the resistance, who the resistance who are resisting this government also don't seem to be really good people. There's some corruption in the resistance as well. And so she finds that she's easy prey to both the resistance and the government. They're mm-hmm. both trying to use her uh, her popularity yeah. with the people. So that definitely does go beyond the, uh, quite a bit beyond the scope of the first book, but it totally is, uh, like, relevant to the story. I, I like, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so then it goes on and says, I would run and hide for the afternoon with the mm-hmm. butterfly in the panic room, though I won't be missed. I would say it's time for a different twist to the storyline. Tell me how that... Okay, well, um, she's running and hiding, so that connects somewhat to what I was talking about before, where she is, within the games, is just trying to survive and not going after people and trying to kill them. She's mostly running away. Right. Um, uh, And um, then... Though I won't be missed, I would say it's time for a different twist in the storyline. Uh, at the end, um, is the end of the book that she and Peta, who is the the bo- bo- other boy from the, her same district, mm-hmm. um, are the only two left, um, and 
the way that the games work, they're supposed to try to kill each other, um, and they refuse. So they they found like these poisonous berries uh, at some point earlier in the story, um, and at the end of the of the games, um, rather than having to either of them having to kill the other one, which they couldn't possibly make themselves do, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't. They instead decide to basically do like a double suicide and both take the poisonous berries and both die at the same time, so there won't be any winners. And that's how they end up both surviving. Weirdly enough, because the games are a show and the people putting it on, they they won't. It won't work if. There isn't a winner. They'll they'll like wreck the whole thing, and so they end up letting them both uh, live instead. So so in a way, I mean, you so could, it's a it's a different twist. You could take some very specific things with this. Like for example, I would run and hide for the afternoon, which is like you say, that's kind of how she deals with this game. Is she mostly hides and doesn't go around killing people while they while mm-hmm. the other children are killing each other. She's mostly trying to hide. Um, with the butterfly in the panic room, I kind of think of the butterfly as the as the as girl we talked about as Rue. Yeah. This young girl is kind of the that image. She's gonna and she's gonna try to protect her, and they're gonna work together. And of course, Rue eventually does end up getting killed. Mm-hmm. But there, but there is this hiding off with with Rue and the two of them trying to help each other. And then, um, though I won't be missed. I would say it's time, and I think this goes right to what you were saying uh, for a different twist in the storyline, and that's, though I won't be missed, the idea is if I kill myself, nobody cares, right? Mm -hmm. So if if she and PETA kill themselves, then that's great, but it's a a twist to this, you know, a different twist to the storyline. Either they're both going to die, or they're both going to survive, but there's not going to be a single winner yeah which is different than it has ever gone in the past i think 73 or 74 years that they've been doing these games right right so that's absolutely a different twist right now Um, i'm gonna i'm gonna also take this a little bit further again than the first book uh, and and just say you know um this in this part she she said i would run and hide for the afternoon with the butterfly in the panic room though I won't be missed, I would say it's time for a different twist to the storyline. And I think, again, this is her uh, wanting to get away from this entire society, not Mm -hmm. just the games, but the entire society, Um, running and and hiding for the afternoon with the butterfly in the panic room, right? I think that's, that's her wanting to get away from both the resistance and the government. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to be used the way she's been used. Um, and then, though I won't be missed, I would say it's time for a different twist in the storyline. And I, and I believe that as the resistance overthrows the government, mm-hmm. then uh, there's, there's some evidence that Katniss is, is, is also feeling a resistance to the, resist, to the new resistance government. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and so she... she uh, I, and I get the idea that I'm, I'm not sure that Katniss would ever be able to trust any government organization. 
Probably not completely. Um, I just don't think she has it in her to trust them after going through what she has been forced to go through. Mm -hmm. So I think that this is, uh, it's, it's time for a different twist to the storyline. For her, uh, there's always has to be a twist. Because mm -hmm. she's not going to be able to accept whatever the outcome is. Right. Um, and I don't know, uh, you know, if the, if the resistance is good, if they're bad, if they're, you know, the, but the thing is, that for her, everything, everything is bad. Mm -hmm. there, there is no good in the world. Well, so um, following this verse, we get the, the chorus again, and it repeats a couple times, and then we have a little sort of half-verse outro bit at the end uh, that I want to mention just briefly uh, as we wrap up here. That yep. says, uh, because th this really, really works here, uh, it says, tell the world I know that my mind is made. It's a horror show, but I'm not afraid. And then, though I won't be missed, I would say it's time for a different twist in the storyline. Um, so, this, I don't know, this just kind of feels like it sums up, like, everything that we've been talk talking about. Like, she's, tell the world I know that my mind is made. There are so many points in the story where she... She has her resolve, she knows what she's going to do, um, and she is doing her best to say that to the world even when uh, they don't necessarily want to hear um, her perspective. Um, and of course, it's a horror show that they're, that line is like, that's, the, that's, that's literally up. what the show is. It sums up the entire series of the books, the entire series of the movies. It sums up her entire life. Her yeah. life is a horror show. And I don't think this, I don't think she's ever coming out of that. No. But it also says, but I'm not afraid. And so even though she absolutely does go through um, trauma and post-traumatic experiences from, from this, uh, she doesn't let it uh, scare her to the degree of stopping her from uh, from being able to hold to the the morals that she has to be able to go home at the end and throughout the rest of the series eventually to, to help to stop all of these atrocities that she's been forced to be a part of. Right. And I think I think then the last line goes with that. Though I though I won't be missed, I would say it's time for a different twist in the storyline. And I think this uh, the, the, this one is she's uh, by the end now she's now she's ready to get out of the limelight, out <laughs> of the um, out of the politics. You know, she's been forced <laughs> into this yeah. position where she's kind of a the the symbol of of the rebellion. And, and, then, and then she realizes the rebellion's not a whole lot better than the original government, and so she unlike, un, doesn't like that. And she's ready for, for a different twist in the storyline. She's ready to get away from it mm -hmm. and be done. Yeah. And get out of the, of the whole mess. So that's, our, that's our, uh, our take on The Hunger Games and Katniss Everdeen. Absolutely. Uh, the song is uh, Bird with a Broken Wing by Owl City. 
Uh, I recommend that you go listen to it and think about the story. If you've read the story and you know it, or if you've watched the movies, uh, both either either way, you get mm -hmm. the song. I think is a really good representation of this story and specifically uh, Katniss Everdeen's character. And you should be able to find that song right here on Spotify. Um, so uh, yeah, that I think that was a, a great um, discussion of how how this song fits. Uh, this story. I actually happen to have a couple of other songs in mind for like the other two books in the series, so we might end up getting back. back to those in the future. Oh, we'll likely come back to this series uh, um, again. So. And we will absolutely continue to do more um, theme song uh, analyses like this of, of different stories um, st uh, on every uh, Monday. Uh, as well as our other episodes that we release um, throughout the week. So uh, we go ahead what, and... What, what story we're going to do next? I don't next think we've discussed... We have a list of, of a bunch that we want to talk about, but I don't think we've discussed yet which one we want to do next. So okay, I, I guess you'll get to find out. It'll be a surprise next week, but in the future maybe we'll, maybe we'll uh, introduce the next one so that if people want to, they can go watch the movie or read the book mm -hmm. and, and, and sure. listen to the song before the discussion if they would if they would like to do that we'll have a great day and we will uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll be back on Wednesday with our uh, media analysis all right see you then